0: Well, we spoke to Patrick Comerford, the broadcaster. A thrill for him, even to be calling James Orman over there in Dubai last week. And he took all before him, as we know. Extraordinary, really. He had 14 rides total for six winners. Five of those came on the first day for Michael Costa at Jebel Ali, where Michael trains. And then he had one ride midweek, or a bit later in the week, at Abu Dhabi. Horse finished unplaced. That was mainly uh, Arabian racing at Abu Dhabi and I don't think that was on the radar Oh, that was planned, James will elaborate and of course then he rode a winner at their premier track, their showpiece track, a Maidan on the Friday, a horse called Mestri again trained by Michael Costa, so Michael's had a blazing start to the new season in the UAE with the assistance of our Queensland jockey James Orman who joins me now James, good morning to you, how are you?
1: Yeah, good Steve, how are you?
0: Good, congratulations first of all
1: yeah, no, thank you. It was, um, yeah, it was a, it was an awesome experience, and um, yeah, it was great to, um, yeah, get some success over there. So did, yeah, very happy.
0: How did it materialise? When did Michael Coster actually contact you to say, "Hey, look, we might need you to come over and write a few for us"?
1: Um, so basically, ever since he moved over there, I've kept in contact with him. I was, um, I rode for him here when he, he was at the Gold Coast, and <clears throat> I just kept in contact with him and. Kept, um, you know, just you know, congratulating him and all that when he he won races and kept. Um, yeah, I just showed a bit of an interest because I was interested in, um, in, you know, that the Dubai racing and that sort of thing more as an interest point of view, um, and yeah, I just hit, hit kept hitting him up every now and then like if I could go over and, and have a try, but he they had he had his jockeys over there and. Um, I sort of hadn't heard from him for probably four or five months and he ended up sending me a message and saying um, there's an opportunity if you want to come um, for and you know try, try ride for ten days over two meetings um, for while we wait for our jockey to get there Ben Cohen so I said yes and and um, rode over there and filled in at Jabel Ali. At, I wasn't meant to ride at Abu Dhabi. That was just a late um, a late thing. He decided to run a horse there, so I went and rode at Abu Dhabi, which is an awesome experience. I got to go there and see the the um, Grand Mosque there as well, which is awesome to see. And um, and then we obviously rode at Maidan, which was, like you said, their premier track, and it's an awesome facility there.
0: On the These all dirt races, weren't they, that you rode in?
1: Abu Dhabi was a grass track. Um, Jebel Ali is obviously dirt. They, they they are doing up a little grass track for training on. Um, and on grass tra- it was all on the dirt, but their grass track won't be ready until December. So it was so hot over there.
0: Oh, was. It? How hot was it? What sort of temperature? Uh, oh, about
1: 33, 34 degrees, but um, that it's it, it gets a lot hotter over there. It's starting to cool down now.
0: Yeah, some jockeys are like that, I suppose. you got a few weight issues.
1: Yeah, I was quite light over there, I must admit. I, yeah. was, um, I, I rode 56 and a half while on holidays, which is pretty good for me. Yeah. Eating, eating every day and night. and um, but Yeah, the heat was just hot. But um, the horses are all looked after. They've all got air cons and... Um, yeah, they got the wife over
0: there. Yeah, and your Dubai winner was a horse called Mestri as well. Uh, it was rode, it rolled on speed, and Mestri and the other horse broke away from the rest of the pack. There was a huge margin back to third in that race. That you win yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it was a huge. Yeah, it was my horse was having its first uh, race start uh, over a mile on the on the sandy dirt track there, which is a good effort, it's a testing track. But most horses on that, from what I've noticed, on that. Um, surface sort of have to race on speed because the kickback's quite there's a lot of kickback there and um yeah if you sort of a lot of the winners there were racing in the first sort of five or six.
0: Yeah, he's by Adoro that three year old that you rode there at May Darn.
1: Yeah. Did Mike nice expect
0: choice. him to win, Michael Costa?
1: Yeah, he thought he would go he said he he jumped out with older horses at Jabel Ali and um beat them, so he said if he handles the dirt he'll 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 win.
0: Uh, and a couple of your other impressive winners when you rode that first meeting at Jebel Ali. Um, Wessel, obviously, your last of your winners was very impressive. But this Alzeem missed the kick and you you were very patient. It looked impressive when it got clear late. Alzeem.
1: Alzeem um, had good form uh, over there. Always misses the kick. That's just its sort of thing. Gets back and rattles home. I watched one of its races at Maidan and it got back and flashed home and I thought... I remember when we got there and did a tour of the track, I said to Michael, I reckon that's my best ride. And he he um, he said, yeah, it'll go good, but he didn't think it was the best chance. He said um, "He said my best was in the 1,400 metre race. I forget the horse's name now. And I actually thought that was my worst ride, but it, it won very well. He said it, a lot of the horses there take a season to acclimatise and then they um, go good, so... Yeah, it took a bit its form wasn't all that good over there in the previous season but then it', it obviously picked up this season and Westsale was first up 1800 um so that was a massive massive um, training effort and it won very well it yeah. looked a million dollars all his horses look really good yeah you can just, he's got uh, he's obviously got it down pat there of how to how to train them in the heat
0: yeah was the horse so you're thinking of either ma zoom or uh, elginnob
1: Elginob. That's Elginob the was El- the one. Elginob, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Ma um, was my first winner. That's a really that was a really nice horse. And I particularly liked the second horse I won on a horse called um it starts with M as well. A two year old it one really yeah, well. Ma- on. Ma- pro- Marzoom? Uh Marzoom was
0: Oh not Marze, yeah, sorry, uh, Mo-Zim, uh, Mozahim. Mosahim. Mo-Zahim, Mo-Zahim, yeah. Okay, Mosahim, yeah,
1: Mosahim's got a good future. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the, looking at the prize money of these races, you know, sixty thousand Alzim's race was eighty four, sixty thousand Westall. What, what does that equate to in our sort of dollars?
1: Yeah, so it's it's about half. So the Jabal Ali prize money um, wasn't all that good, but um, the the maiden money, I think, racing for two hundred and, and something thousand of their money, which works out to be you know, probably a bit better than the races here on a Saturday. So but uh, they as the races
0: go through the season, the money gets a bit better. Mm. This, As I said on air, you wouldn't have heard me when you were over there. This is just so good for your career and it's going to open so many doors, particularly riding for such a, a wealthy you know, man like the Sheikh as well. Uh, of course, we're talking about uh, armored bin Rashid, Al Maktoum, Michael's main owner. Yeah, it was, a, it was an honour to ride for uh,
1: His Highness, yeah, Sheikh. Ahmed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. Yeah, I, I got to learn a lot about all the sheikhs while I, I was over there, which was um,
0: well. That's not a bad thing.
1: Which was which was great. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, it's an eye opener. You know, we're used to this. Um, we're used to just the Australian sort of way, but you you learn how, what's you know how things work over there. So that owner is actually the brother of the ruler of Dubai. The ruler of Dubai is Sheikh Mohammed. Bin Rashid Al Maktoum, so he owns um, Godolphin, and yeah, so they're they're yeah wealthy wealthy people, the sheikhs, and yeah, it's an eye opener, and yeah, you never know what. Um, it was an awesome holiday, but like I said, it it could open up doors down the track. It'd be awesome to be there on World Cup night. That that would be a, a dream come true. Yeah. well, is happen. that is but, that
0: could that materialise? Given your success,
1: uh, I don't know. Who knows? Um, I mean, Michael's got his. His jockey over there now, but if he needs me, I'll be there. If, yeah. well, especially on World Cup night, I'd, that'd, be, um, that'd be awesome. But, yeah, it's
0: um, yeah World Cup nights that is the time you want to be there riding. That's yeah, cool. what date is that next year? Do you know the
1: date? I think, I think it's in March sometime. Yeah.
0: Of course, yeah, the date. colours that you wore a lot of times was, the, of course, the Adabe colours, the Shakes colours. Yeah. He raced Adabe, didn't he, with Medium Haggis?
1: Yeah, William Haggis is his main trainer in the UK. All the horses are named, are named with seven letters because he's the seventh son. I got to learn that, which I thought was pretty cool. And, yeah, world-famous colours, the yellow with the um, with the black
0: epaulets. So if you were to reflect and talk to your family members around the kitchen table about some of the things that really shocked you or opened your eyes in Dubai, what would, what would they have been, even away from racing? A cameras. Um,
1: away from racing, I'd... You know, you go over there and you think that everything is, um, you know, very strict with, you know, how you've got to wrap up and all that sort of thing, but it's not. When you get over there, you realise it's it's a lot like here, really. Um, it's really westernised over there, but, um, yeah, just how everything's clean over there. It's a, it's a great country, there's no doubt about it. It's a great country. There's some beautiful restaurants there. There's lots of things to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, there's there's no crime or anything like that. You can leave your car unlocked. You, you, we went and walked past the school, and all the kids had their push bikes just sitting out in the road. You know, you, you just couldn't do that in Australia. People just come and, flock, um, you know, steal your, yeah. your push bike. That's because um, the
0: penalties are so steep. They don't muck around, do they?
1: Yeah, I think if you get in trouble there, you're in trouble. So, um, but yeah, it's um, it was it, a It was an eye opener, that's for sure. Yeah. You, Got to learn, I got to learn a lot of things. Uh, every day, I was googling something about, you know, the Sheikh and, and the ruler of Dubai. So basically, Sheikh Mohammed was the one who decided to build Dubai, and everyone thought he was mad, and um, they they didn't want him to do it, and he just did it himself, and um, they've created Dubai. It's just a massive place.
0: Remember years ago, someone described it like Bob the Builder on steroids, with all the cranes and everything. Is it what's it like these days?
1: Yeah, yeah, cranes—they're still building and building and building. Jebel Ali, I was saying to um, to uh, um, Craig Cavanaugh this morning about Jebel Ali, the track there is is in uh, six hundred acres of desert, basically where Jebel Ali is, and it's everywhere surrounding it. Um, is basically high-rises. Uh, it, it you could go across the road from the track and there's high-rises and, and um, basically you're 10 minutes from the main part of Dubai. So it's yeah, it's pretty crazy to think... You know, you look at the track and you think it's in the desert, but across the road you're um, in high-rises. We stayed across the road from Jebel Ali. And, uh, yeah, it was a great, great place to stay.
0: Yeah, and they've got all trees having that Jebel Ali. Don't they call it the garden track or something?
1: Yeah, there is. Uh, around the Grandstand um, and that sort of thing there is, yeah.
0: yeah. Did you go to that restaurant they used to talk about? I don't know if it's still there. It's like you get into like a submarine and it takes you through to the restaurant in Dubai, no? Oh,
1: no, I wish you had told me about that. I, would have went, <laughs> I might I would not have be still there, out. I don't
0: know. It was sort of famous many years ago. I'll have to get the name of one,
1: it. One thing they, they're big on is they've all, in all the shopping centres, there seems to be massive fish tanks and uh, like fish aquariums. So, which I've noticed everywhere you go, there seems to be one of them. And I went skiing over there. You wouldn't think you'd be able to go skiing, but I did that in a um, in a shopping center, which was pretty cool.
0: Wow! And Michael yeah, no, Costa—is he obviously his success, but is he really happy there and settled with the family? Because it's a massive move for him.
1: Yeah. I, one of the first things I said to him when I when I got over there was, "Was it a hard decision?" I just I thought, you know. Big big uh, thing to pack up your family and move all the way across the other side of the world, um, but he he said it was a tough decision. But they seem very happy. He, um, there, you know, my my wife Heidi and and myself. We we went out for um, lunch and that with Michael and and Mel and yeah, they're lovely people. Mel's a lovely lady, and Heidi got on really well with them, and yeah, they seem very happy over there. The kids are loving it, um, and yeah they get looked after very well over there, so I think it's um makes it easier, but they've mm. got a beautiful house after Chabel Ali we went over to their house for a few drinks and yeah they they've got a lovely house, a big pool and they're literally they stay on the on the track, and um yeah, they've got a nanny to help them out with their kids and yeah, it's just they they seem pretty happy, so yeah,
0: you would not have to yeah, chase they, bills, would you with the shake being your
1: <laughs> your yeah, owner. <laughs> That's another thing he said. He said he, you know, all the costs, the overheads in Australia, you go over there, and there's there seems to be none of that. You just you train for the shake, and and that's it. And everything else is paid for. It. Obviously, he trains at Chebel Ali, so that's his track.
0: Yeah. And what sort of numbers does he have in staff there?
1: Um, I think he said he had eighty odd horses, and um, then there was just heaps of staff. All the horses, you know, they.
0: Where are all those staff mainly from? Are they local people?
1: A lot of staff. Uh, we had a, one of his drivers took us to Abu Dhabi, and he is from Pakistan. A lot a lot look like Indians and, and that sort of thing. They're, they're all from all different countries around the world. There's a few Europeans there, um, and they're all really hard-working staff. And, yeah, there's no shortage of them. That's for sure. That all the horses... Up, yeah.
0: And that jockey that rides for, for Michael, Ben Cohen, he missed the first couple of meetings. What's his history, Ben?
1: Yeah. Finishing off the season in Ireland. Uh, so that's why I filled in at Jabel Ali and he was he was actually there for Maidan. He he rode Michael's last winner at Maidan. Um I think he um, I think he rode in Sydney for a since. Did he? Or I think he rode for Chris Waller in Sydney for a couple of months. Um and yeah, he, he's a pretty aggressive, strong rider. So I don't know a lot about him, to be honest. I okay. just met him briefly. I just met him briefly over there. Yeah. Nice
0: guy. All right. Well, you might be back there. You've ticked that off the bucket list. I, I said on air too, in a couple of seasons. Um, I mean, is Hong Kong something you'd like to try your hand at if you got an invite to go?
1: Yeah, I'd. We'd go there for sure if we could get into Hong Kong. Definitely.
0: Yeah, poor old Hugh but Bowman. I don't know if you saw. I Hugh think, was in a fall there on the weekend.
1: Yeah, nasty fall, but yeah, in. Um, in Brisbane, yeah. it's just I think I've just got to try and, yeah, just get my name out there a bit more. So it was a good opportunity for myself and it's good to get a few winners and hopefully that leads to something else on, over the World Cup. You never know. You're
0: always going to have to work on your weight, but you said, you know, what, 56 and a half or something like that? Is that what you'd be riding I, at? I
1: rode, I rode 56 and a half over there, but I was light over there, yeah. So okay. It was, it was that hot, but my weight's been really good lately. I'm riding 56, so best it's been
0: for a while, actually. Yeah. Of course, you're riding tomorrow. Have you got any key rides for the weekend at this stage at the Sunshine Coast? Yeah, I've got
1: a I've got a big book of rides. Um, I'll, I'll um. Any for to Tony Goon? Yeah, I
0: think I've got a few for
1: Tony. Are you riding that
0: Barbie sister? Uh,
1: I'd be nice if I
0: was. <laughs> she I'm goes not, good, doesn't she? I'm about to talk uh, to Tony. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I, I'd love. I'd, yeah, I'm not nice. sure. Maybe I Angela. Know, think, she
0: rode her in the trial. But yeah. I
1: see Ange wrote her in the trial, so
0: I dare say Ange would be on her. Yeah. All right, James, you're up riding the trials to Sunshine Coast?
1: Yeah, it's off the plane yesterday and we're straight back into it. So You'd be yeah, knackered. But-
0: That's a long flight, isn't it? How long did it take you to get there?
1: But they they saw us over business, so we got a we got a beautiful we got a nice little sleep on the on
0: the plane, so it was good. Yeah. Look, thanks for giving us so much of your time, and who knows, you might return, you get a couple of rides, Dubai World Cup time, that'd be fantastic.
1: Yeah, I'd love to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks,
0: Sid. That's a pleasure. James Allman joining us, telling us about the UAE experience, where he, uh, as I said, he just did everything right over there, rode all those winners, and yeah, as I said, doors will continue to open for for this young man from Queensland.